Welcome to the IBM Podcast Network. You're listening to TFG Football. Well, today I'm in no mood to introduce any one of us. You know who we are on the show. And uh, the thing is because we are really, really disappointed and a frustrating moment, this I should say. I mean, if you heard yesterday's show, Chiranji was mentioning, you know, he had a fear as a Mohan Bagan fan that the team against, you know, they already always have a dip in their season. Okay, and we'll talk about the match later. The reason why I'm saying that is the whole of Indian football has taken a dip here. Yesterday we spoke so highly of okay, the women's league is starting, uh, the women's team are doing so well, and a lot of new things. You know, our, our the draws were out for both men's and uh, women's in AFC Asian Cup, and it was all looking good. But then the top officials don't want us Indian football fans to be happy about certain <laughs> things. Because at the end of the, you know, same at the same event, Women's League, uh, Prafut Patel was asked about the merger and he said nothing is happening this year. And he also said various other things. But the major thing that happened and we got to know this morning was Nicola Adam, the coach of under-17 team, has been sacked. This is just months away from your country hosting the prestigious FIFA World Cup, okay, under-17. And you sack your team's coach. So what are you, ex- what are you, you know, putting out expectations for those boys who've been worked hard, trained hard under Nicola Adam. I have no clue. I'm done talking, I guess, on the show. Suddenly, then, Kevin, it's all over to you. What What is happening, dude? Okay, uh, let's break this down because if you just try to, you know, take in the whole picture at once, it's going to boggle yeah. the mind. Uh, it, it, it's, it, it's confusing. It's meant to confuse, I think. So, few different things are going on here. One, he said, uh, you know, Praful Patel made a statement about that merger. Hmm. Uh, I'm not even sure if he was asked, asked about the merger or whatever. Uh, so he said, there is no merger happening this year. Hmm. Okay. Then he said, I-League remains our priority. Yeah. And uh, when the merger happens, we have to make sure that ISL merges into I-League. Yeah. Not this is what I- he said. Now, since yeah. you mentioned this, yeah, what he said. Yeah. Why it is constantly being tutored as I-League merging with ISL? Why can we not say that ISL might merge with I-League? I mean... Okay, here's, here's, here's <laughs> where the mind uh, screw... You huh. know, we can't say the F word here, so... Yeah. I wish we could. Screwed uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> here, here's where the, here's where the, uh, you know, the whole uh, mumbo-jumbo comes in. You know, the, the aspect of you know, the framing, you know, uh, we have been saying this for a while that it's actually not I-League being sucked into ISL. It's mm. actually ISL, uh, you know, becoming I-League in principle on yeah. paper. That, yeah. That's how it's supposed to work. The National League continues, the private tournament dies. But he's saying the same thing, Praful Patel, but he means something entirely different. Exactly. Okay. If if you are the president of uh, AIFF, you have a lot of power, allegedly, you know, a lot of quote-unquote power in the hmm. process. Then, if and if you think that ISL should be merging into I-League, not the other way around, would you not be fighting for the uh, principles of openness and uh, meritocracy that I-League perpetuates? Yeah. Would you not be saying we should have promotion relegation? Would you not be saying we should have, let's just make it a like, uh, you know, uh, eight I-League clubs or ten I-League clubs plus eight uh, ISL teams? Yeah. Make it an 18 league, uh, eighteen club league. Yeah, he makes this point after three Goan clubs have pulled out. And on yeah. the same occasion, when he was asked about that, he said... We'll that, come back to that. Yeah. Look, look, it, there's too many things going on <laughs> here. We'll have to take it step by step. He is 
I mean, I mean, uh, the plan that was put forward last May that was approved by AIFF hmm. because you know nobody in AIFF came and said no, we don't like this. That had ten teams in mind, right? Ten ISL teams in 2017-18, uh, total 95 matches. So that means. You are keeping the old structures of ISL together. You know, you are taking, uh, you're keeping most of the teams, probably all the teams. You are keeping the franchise fee structure. You are uh, abolishing promotion relegation, which means you are basically forcing a lot of I League clubs, which are top division clubs, to go down to the second division forcefully. And then you are saying that you are in favor of you know ISL merging into I League and not the other way around. This is deception. Hmm. This is. Politicians spinning yeah. something, yeah. okay, um, and and this is this is why I always come back to this point of politicians should not be running a sport here because they are always looking for bragging rights. Hmm. They are always looking for their personal credit. Yeah. Okay. Then come back to the fact that he said there is no merger this year. Hmm. I call bullshit on that. Hmm. I call complete bullshit on that because the whole setup. Has been to make sure that right after the Under Seventeen World Cup, you merge the leagues so that you can manage the season like human beings. You, the yeah. players are not like bloody machines who will play fifty, sixty, seventy matches uh, with uh, you know on on a five month season. You know it's it's inhuman. So you have to make sure that there is one league and you have different divisions running together so that no transfer and players get some rest at least. Mm. Right. So, if he is coming out and saying that now, and that comes after uh, Sunand Dhar yeah. was putting indirect pressure on uh, the three I League clubs, which are being considered for a uh, you know uh, inclusion in the new uh, top division league, uh, saying tell us by June, because the transfer window starts then. So, I think this is part of a negotiation tactic mm. over franchise fees. You know they are trying to create this sense of urgency. They are trying to create this sense of panic because they know because they know that East Bengal, Mohan Bagan ha- are member-driven clubs, right? And the members have a lot of say in wh- how the club is run and what the club does. They vote with it, right? This becomes an election issue for the club officials. So every time Sonand Dhar says something, Praful Patel says something. There are seventy-five-year-olds who have been following football all their lives. You know, paranoid people who are calling up the club officials, saying, "What is happening and what are you doing?" So they know this. Every time they say something, a pressure is created on these club officials. So that way, they can maybe negotiate the franchise fees up to ten crores, eleven crores, rather than the low ones that these clubs want. So maybe that's what's going on there. Now let's come down to that. Other part of the statement. Hmm. There's, there's so much stuff going on. I'm even losing track of exactly what he said. Uh, he said the Goan clubs did not have they mileage. They did not invest in Indian football. Yeah, they did not have bandwidth. momentum to continue. Yeah. Right, bandwidth to continue. Uh, okay, seriously, why is a federation dancing over the grave of top division clubs? This is not even a question of uh, you being right or wrong. This hmm. is about a question of you being decent. Yeah. Why? Why? Like, India had the highest top division mortality rate during Praful Patel's regime after he, you know, introduced ISL, and lot of the momentum that was lost for clubs like uh, Pune FC or uh, these Goan clubs that came because they knew that in the in the future where there is a merged league, they don't figure in the top division. They have to take a relegation. That's what they did, did not want to contend with. That's why, you know. 
it was just the end of the line what's the point of carrying on if we if we don't even have the pride they didn't even have many fans right they mm-hmm. they played for pride of being in the top division so if even that gets taken away they lose the will to you know go forward so if the goan clubs are quitting if there are so many clubs quitting you know rangda jiad royal waingdo whatever pune fc uh, the other clubs even even the uh, previous uh, pulling outs that is on the federation Yep. you could not create a league structure that makes it viable for them mm. you did not listen to them when they wanted i league to be a separate legal entity where the clubs would get a share of the central sponsorship they get a, uh, a share of the tv money that structure that keeps these clubs going all over the world it was just absent yeah so you have no promotion for the league you have uh, this insane system where the clubs don't get uh, a share of the central uh, money that mm. uh, the league earns potentially so what do they have then so that's on them so maybe he's trying to deflect the blame here maybe he knows he's getting a lot of blame and that's going to be his legacy going forward mm. that under him a huge number of top division clubs died so he's just I don't know he, uh, this is this is this is just low to just go and say yeah they did not want and part of the reason I'm going back to the other statement that he said uh, he, there is no merger this hmm. year part of the reason I think that's bullshit is because of this kind of grandstanding and uttering stuff that's not quite the case that he has a record of I remember in Delhi he made that comment uh, you know ISL is a tournament of the AIFF and we wanted to put a cat among pigeons. Yeah. yeah. Right? In famous state forum, right? <laughs> yeah, at that forum uh, I don't know if it was that forum or Shaji Prabhakaran's book books, launch. Book huh? launch. Uh, here's the deal. When he says ISL is a tournament of the AIFF, he's not telling the whole truth. Yeah. He's he's telling maybe it's it's 5% truth in it. It's it's a tournament created by IMG Reliance. They earned the right to do that when they signed the deal they completely you know redid the whole setup created a tournament that had its own you know disciplinary body hmm. it was completely running parallel they were not keeping aiff in uh, in any kind of loop even when the day to day operation of the uh, tournament was happening so if you are saying isl is a tournament of the aiff you are you're deceiving people hmm. Yeah. Okay. You, either you are uh, very ignorant and out of the loop, or you are deliberately trying to spin it in a certain way. So, if he's spinning that, and he's spinning the exit of the Goan clubs as something that's to be entirely blamed on on them, then I think he's spinning the merger uh, statement. Okay. I think he this is a this is a negotiation tactic, a complete um, um, maybe misdirection that he's trying mm. to pull off. Mm. Uh, again he's uh, he's somebody who's who's been uh, born into wealth and power he's just he's been a part of the government for yeah. so long yeah. why does he need to do this exactly. the clubs are not that powerful you know nobody's going to think you're a big strong man who's you know stomping on clubs and you know bringing them uh, back in line that's this is like you know beating up children Hmm. Why are you doing this 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 does not reflect good on the AIFF this does not good look good on Praful Patel and the, don't even get me started on Nikolai Adam man everybody is going crazy when Kevin just get let me take a breather here man just 
freaking everything is Yeah, uh, apart. Uh, Nikolai Adam, uh, he he's done a lot for this uh, under seventeen World Cup. You know, his preparation has started long back, even before the the dates and the tournament was confirmed. His preparation was a long term uh, plan that he had in mind, and he got the requ- required support. But uh, during the under sixteen uh, uh, Asian Cup, I think. Mm. Uh, that happened in india so uh, the results were not really favoring apart from that goal that uh, india scored against brazil a decent performance against uh, uae but results were not there now you can you can take those results and uh, put it in front of him and saying where are the results coming nikola adam so after that also uh, in this uh, uh, granatkin yeah. granatkin uh, memorial cup so that also uh, gives gives a chance to uh, the management to put it in front of adam and say the results are still not coming it's just uh, within 7 or 8 months before the world cup starts what are you doing about it you you've been given everything so that could be one of the reason that that the process has started long time back we were not mm. aware of that and this comes as a shock to us mm. but it could be a gradual process that's you know already in process fair point but how do you as in if you were part now fair point you made okay but think of the players perspective now they're just kids they're still developing footballers okay and then they had this dream of you know playing in the world cup being part of representing your country and then suddenly you've already made a rapport between your coach okay it's not that whether result come or no it's it's a later part then first of all it's like building a rapport with your coach and how does that communication go about and that drives me to we've seen players like aman chetri you know aman and all of them coming up and playing really well they've caught our attention so he must be doing something right to get now india's way way behind in infrastructure in facilities in the grassroots section of you know to compare to the other countries and other teams that they've played with whether it's the memorial cup or the last season's uh, asian cup so at this when you're just months away okay i mean your country is hosting the world cup and your the players like suppose i am part of the team and i'm all pumped up and i'm looking up to my coach doesn't matter result i'm not looking i'm just looking positive and suddenly now i am like you know is it going to be like headless chickens running around so how do you think like we've spoken about santosh kashyap getting in new players and we asked them asked him about how do you think they're going to you know fix fit into that team so how do you hear the coach has been replaced i think uh, looking at it professionally it's not really a, a bad effect on the team because uh, the team is together we're not breaking down the team hmm. it's only the top management that decides okay the results are not coming in our favor let's make a change in the coach and along with that the setup is already there the, hmm. the players don't need to adjust to anything hmm. so only the mentality that needs to be got uh, in the players about winning maybe that requires a change of coach that hmm. will get, get in the team hmm. so i i don't think it's an it's an ill effect for for the uh, mentality of players hmm. they are already set they they've been uh, they've recruited long time back and just a few additions was just added later on apart from that uh, most of the team is the same hmm. and it's not one month or two months it's another good 7 uh, or 8 months before the tournament starts it's not bad but uh, the transition should have been there uh, it it comes as a shock to everyone because uh, for us uh, as uh, fans we get to know just one day before uh, maybe it's the same day that the news comes out as a shock but it could be a gradual process that's begun long time back hmm. 
So it's not. So my question was: Was the timing right? That's what I'm saying. If you think it's he was not the, bad he, because he wasn't, again. he wasn't providing results. Probably you could have sacked him after the Asian Cup, and then you know because the Memorial Cup would be would have been something a new start. It's a new year, and probably that could have been. So I'm just asking about the timing. Maybe, maybe the timing is not right, but it's not all that uh, you know negative effect on anybody. Hmm. So a change of coach really doesn't uh, put you know. Uh, too many things or too many lot of pressure on the on the kids hmm. okay we know they are under 17 kids but they have been playing all over in all over all over the world so i don't think it's uh, such a bad moment for uh, indian football they can still get going uh, if the replacement is correct hmm. so do you think this is some show off of power from the top administration saying that hey you know what results nahi aa rahe chalo ghar jao Okay, I I don't believe I'm going to start this off with a Rahul Dravid quote. <laughs> okay, he said uh, the junior levels, you know, uh, under 17, under 18 levels, uh, they're about they're not about winning. They're about giving the kids exposure, about yeah. building them better as players. Yeah. So as such, you are supposed to put them in very difficult positions. Get the, give them matches that is very difficult for them to come out uh, of mm. as a winner. Mm. and uh, that's what they have been doing with this team yeah okay that's they have been uh, playing a lot of games over the past few years and yeah aiff gets ton of credit for spending all the money yeah aiff gets ton of credit for being with uh, you know being uh, in favor of nikola adam putting in all the effort hmm. uh, to build this team up nikola adam is not the only one who did it but he was the main architect he was yeah. the one who ran around just recruiting uh, players from states and what not it was i mean just just look at the kind of results they have been producing okay india's ranking is is not up there you know and this is not our golden generation mm. i don't i don't know what gave them the idea that if they throw money maybe they, this is the isl mentality if you throw money at it the problem gets solved that's what they're used to uh, mm. you know people like uh, people who are uh, powerful like praful patel and imj reliance but just look at how they have been doing you know yeah. they have been playing against uh, big countries where uh, kids go to academy from, from when they are 5 uh, or 6 years old yeah. and then they come to uh, whatever they they uh, they have had some 10 years of training behind them before they are coming mm. to this level right. but this uh, indian team has players who were uh, in academy from they were 11 or 12 years old yeah. so they are still that deficit remains Hmm. in technicality in in terms of exposure whatever they have been playing uh, for the last 2 years all over the place but there are uh, under 17 teams who have been doing this for the last 7 8 years right right so we started late and there is there has never been any indication that we would win it big in the world cup under 17 right. world cup that we would win two matches go into quarter finals or whatever hmm. Hmm. that was never going to be the case i don't know what deluded these people into thinking that we will start winning immediately hmm. because football is not a 3 year 4 year 5 year project right it's a long term thing and look at the kind of result we've got they beat uh, uh, luxembourg they lost 2-0 to norway last year hmm. under 17 you know if the indian national team plays the norway national team the seniors we we'll, we may lose 10-0 okay we went out we drew 
with uh, Saudi Arabia. We lost 3-2 to uh, United Arab Emirates. Yeah, that, was, that was a great, great match. Good game. We scored against Brazil. Although yeah. I don't want to harp on it. But we lost 1-0 to the under-17 under, uh, Russian team hmm. uh, in October. 1-0. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine Indian national team plays Russian national team. Seniors. What will happen? Decimation. Yeah. We drew against Saudi Arabia. You know, last time we played Saudi Arabia, I think we lost 4-0 in the, in the senior level. And then we go on to play this entirely difficult tournament because it's an under-18 tournament called Granatkin Memorial Cup. Yeah. yeah. One year is a big difference in this level because kids are growing. Hmm. For 17 to 18, kids grow a lot. They get stronger. Their muscle structures even uh, and change And one a more bit. year of experience is added to them. Yeah. And they have been playing the under-17 Indian team is playing the under-18 uh, uh, national teams of Russia, Belarus, Latvia, Estonia, Iran, Tajikistan. They beat Belarus 1-0. Okay. What is Belarus's ranking FIFA? 72. Hmm. What are we? 129. You don't think that's an improvement? We lost to uh, Iran 1-0. Under-18 Iran, not under-17. Hmm. Our under 17 boys lost to under 18 Iran 1 nil. What is Iran's FIFA ranking? 29. We are 129. They are 100 places above us. Hmm. Are you kidding me? Do you not see, like, what reality are we living in? Do you not see the improvement? Do you not see that if these kids get the idea that, yes, their effort is being recognized, they will do even better? And they have six more months to improve. Maybe they will not win uh, too many games, but they will put on a show that will inspire the next generation of kids. And it's not about just sacking the coach. It's about the you know telling the architect of the team to go away because you're not delivering results enough. Hmm. That's a down vote on the entire team. Yeah. That now the kids think that their effort is not being appreciated. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know what is going on. I think, you know, now that uh, Praful Patel is aiming for bigger and, uh, you know, better things like AFC Vice Presidentship or uh, FIFA, FIFA Financial Committee, Committee yeah. and all that stuff, he wants to take those bragging rights into the, uh, these things, uh, into the international stage. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I'm sorry, we're not in the place. We will not get to bragging rights for another 10 years, no matter mm. how hard we try, because this is not ISL. You just don't get, you don't buy big foreigners and make, uh, play six foreigners in a team and you suddenly start seeing quote-unquote better football that looks glorious in slow motion HD. But this is real development. Yeah, It's not just money. You need heart like, uh, you know, Nikola Adam did. He put in, he put in his heart and soul and it's a shame that we have to see him go now. Exactly. Imagine like somebody else comes in and uh, they do a little bit extra development and uh, we pull off a win in under 17 World Cup. Hmm. The new coach will come and take all the credit. Yeah. But, yeah. but it belongs with Nikolai Adam. Hmm. Okay, we will not be here. We would not be here with a bunch of very promising kids who are putting up fights against the best the very best in the world they're putting up fights against and we're not recognizing them it's it's a shame all over the place yeah yeah i mean this, this also puts uh, once again like the whole of indian football into bad light yeah okay just when you were trying to see just like i started the show just when people outside india started to think okay 
uh, there are few developments coming. We are seeing few players. There are few players who are representing some clubs outside India. And then suddenly now, when you see all of this big sham coming out, uh, politicians uh, ruling over sports, playing political gimmick out there. One person says it will happen. The other person comes out and says it won't happen. You know. They just, they just want to say because they want to be in the limelight, or probably to. They shift. want credit. Yeah. They want bragging rights yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah, because they know they will not be with AIF forever. Everybody treats AIF like a stepping stone in their career. Mm. You know, either they are trying to move into cricket or some other uh, uh, sports bigger money position or something, or they are trying to go into international um, positions. So they want it now. They know their time is running out, so they want results now, which is. No, unfair to the fans, unfair yeah, to I the mean, players, unfair to the coach. It's it's, just, it's selfish. Yeah. Complete selfishness. Yeah, it's 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 something you can't tolerate. I mean, how much can you take? Okay, you've gotten ISL on top of I League. Okay, nobody said a thing. Then you say there's a good merger going to happen. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you had to do it because FIFA is over you, yeah. or else you get banned. Uh, but then you come up and say one person says, okay, we are doing it. Then the top order person says, and probably if not asked, also, I don't know if he was asked about the merger. He says, no, it's not happening. And then he twists the whole statement, saying, why can't we say it in this way, and why are we saying in this way? Mm. And then the sacking of the under seventeen. Just, it's I don't know. I don't know where we are heading. We I don't know. It's <sighs> do we have a conclusion to this, or do we have look? Look, no. Uh, despite all this, you have to give AIFF credit for doing uh, this. Okay, uh, they. It was their effort. It was AIFF and IMG Reliance who got the Under Seventeen World Cup here in the first place. Yeah. Who brought Nikola Adam in, and all this thing. You know, the reason we are looking at 2017 with some optimism is down to them. Hmm. But I don't know why they can't see that people appreciate them for that. Yeah, exactly. And they have to go overboard and, and try to yeah, again. just just trying to you know get get an ex- score an extra point. They have to try to uh, just decimate everything else. Maybe they just want themselves to be in credit. Maybe they don't want Nikola Adam or anybody else taking a share of it. I don't know whatever is going on, but it it does not look good and it stinks. It, they should be ashamed. Okay, now moving on, uh, we have to talk about the, the match that happened last night. Uh, all of these things just overshadowed the match, but the match was really good. But disappointing and frustrating, just like these news were, uh, because Team DSK had chances. Okay, they had like chance. The first chance came in fifteen second, and I couldn't see the replay again. Once again, what is Ten Sports doing? Okay, enough of bashing people. Let's talk about the match. They had, I think, four to five chances, and towards the end, till the end. Man, and they just gave it away. And this, like Chirandeep said yesterday, uh, we, I started the show also. Mohan Bagan, you know, there's a fear always lingering over Mohan Bagan that they have a dip always in the season. And I asked you, is this the dip tonight? And then, there you go. It, they were held to a goalless draw. So mm-hmm. you, you were up there, Kevin. Mm-hmm. You were up there. You were watching the match. Your thoughts first. Missing chances, nothing else. So you, you miss your chances. You give it to the opposition team. And 15 seconds in the in the match, you know, you just the, the tempo would have been just set right Crazy, there. Right? It was Against the top of the know, team. half work was yeah. done. If you had put in that goal, Kim Song Yong, I don't know. Please replace the striker. He's just missing too many chances up front. Everybody's doing the hard work. You Juan Cuero, excellent. Sasha, too good. Yeah. Uh, the the fellow was marking Norde. Uh, Nirmal Chetri. Nirmal Chetri. Too pocketing too good. Nordi. Too good. You know, just shut out that uh, left flank of Bagan, and you know that uh, they 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 stuck in the in the mm. tracks. Mm. Mm. DSK cannot go anywhere unless they start finishing. 
I love uh, games that have a twist in them and you could see the both the teams changing transforming mm. throughout mm. the game mm. you know DSK just going on that high tempo and just riding that wave of optimism and towards the end look at what Mohan Bagan did like uh, got Prabir Das in the right flank and the moment Sony Norde and uh, Katsumi Yusa were playing closer together they were doing much better last 10 minutes mon bakan was yeah, creating hell lot of chances and subhashish bose with that beautiful half volley hmm. you know hit, hit the post hit the post yeah so it could have been anyone's game it's hmm. it was a total thriller <laughs> you know uh, and this should be a foreshadowing for the entire league that mohan bagan are not invincible if they have flaws in them i said it in the preview that yeah. they can be beaten with pace that's exactly what happened yeah. kim song young with his pace done central defense was nowhere to be seen eduardo i don't know i think um, uh, about him uh, sanjay sen said that you have to take it more seriously you have to play better under pressure hmm. he's he's not doing it hmm. he made the mistakes again yeah. uh, he missed that goal chance and whatever uh, i think what's ailing mohan bagan is that uh, they had they used to have a striker that is withdrawn in the last last over two seasons okay first it was pierre boa then it was conor glen who could play a bit down hmm. and then he could uh, pass all the way to jj uh, or sonia norde or service uh, uh, katsumi on the right flank but this time they have jj and uh, duffy both of whom are box to box strikers they yeah. like to be up there and get the ball and score hmm. that that leaves a big gap between the midfield and the strikers, box yeah. hmm. so that they have to address i think if you play uh, katsumi in the middle then that problem gets addressed but if they keep him on the right wing we have pain coming up hmm. Hmm. okay and what a game dsk shivajians astounded yeah yeah crazy stuff i i so wish they had that three points you know got that goal but yeah definitely a really good boost uh, for dsk here so just just watch out for the team dsk they are not the same team that they were last year i mean dave rogers and his team is doing absolutely brilliant now that's all folks yes we took a long time but we had to break down few things and we had to also vent out our emotions on this at the end of the day we are also fans end of the episode shout out Good job Praful Patel for announcing that 25 lakhs for the SAF championship yes. winning team. Yes. For women. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Understood. 25 lakhs not a big deal but yeah it's a gesture it's a, of appreciation. Yeah, That's yeah. A, it's a, a great thing for I mean do some more good things please. Yeah. Yeah. So we can you know appreciate you more. Yeah. Uh well that's all if you're listening to us on YouTube uh, hit the like share subscribe to us hit the bell icon so you get updates for our new episodes. Now you can also talk to us on Twitter @jranjit @jranjitoja _r_boza for Kevin. I'm on to message Matthew 94. You can also listen to our podcast on Audio Boom, SoundCloud, iTunes etc. and various other podcasting apps. I have a great day and tomorrow is Republic Day and the won't be any show coming out on 26th of Jan but do come back to us uh, we'll be on song once again from 27th onwards so have a good day uh, it's a public holiday right enjoy your mini vacation cheers
Hey man, just help me out, man. I need some, I need some podcast, man. I haven't had a fix in a week. Just need some. Don't you worry about it. I got podcast galore for you, man. Just go to ivmpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks, man. I'm gonna check it out.